Welcome back to the Spirits Guide Podcast. I am Rich, your guide through the intoxicating spirits world. And this is another sample size Monday. I want to start out, as always, by thanking you guys for being on this journey with me, uh, for growing the numbers week after week. More of you kind of coming along, joining the group. I love it. Um, I'm so appreciative. I, you know, again, I can't thank you guys enough for being there and for listening, for your feedback, not only online, but for stopping into the store to visit me and, and, you know, mentioning that you've, you've heard something on here. So it encourages me to keep going and to keep doing better and to keep pushing. Um, yeah. So thank you guys. Now this episode of sample size Monday, you know, I talk about it in the episode, you know, this was kind of born out of us not being able to drink together and it, kind of evolved into, you know, these sort of specialty bottles that one of us gets and then we share it out with our friends. But for me, it also includes now tasting certain things, you know, to make decisions whether or not I'm going to bring them into the store. And sometimes it's just tasting things out of sheer curiosity, uh, and to protect you guys from making the same mistakes that I'm willing to make, which is really what we've got on this particular episode. I don't know what this trend is that's that's happening now. Um, you know, I feel like everybody's trying to be everything. So, you know, there's these crazy merges that are going on between like Jim Beam and Boston Beer Company and now Anheuser-Busch entering the vodka market. And so there's a, a little, what I hope is not a trend. I hope this is just sort of a, a launch crash move on uh, sort of concept, but seltzer brands releasing flavored vodkas, you know, I guess it's been happening in reverse for the past couple of years where vodka brands are releasing either seltzers or, you know, RTDs ready to drinks, vodka sodas. Uh, you know, we've seen it with, you know, Smirnoff seltzers and Svetka RTDs, uh, Sousa Tequila making RTDs, Jack Daniels making things, Crown Royal making things. So I guess it makes a little bit of sense for a seltzer brand to try to get into the spirit side of it. Um, but I hope that this is not something that's going to become a trend. <clears throat> so what I taste today is the new, at least new to the Massachusetts market, Natural light, yes, natty light, flavored vodka. Uh, they're lemonade flavored vodkas with a black cherry, a strawberry, and a plain lemonade. I'll let my words speak for themselves uh, when you guys listen to the review. And soon we'll be doing one on the new truly uh, flavored vodkas as well. Hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, hopefully you get a little entertainment out of it. And hopefully I save you from making the same mistake that you're about to hear me make. Um, yeah. If you like what we're doing, go to the podcast page, follow the podcast, give it a five-star rating. Uh, go to Instagram and Facebook, follow as the spirits guide. You can leave reviews, comments. You can actually message me through both of those platforms. Or you can email me direct the spirits guide 89 at gmail.com. If you've got a show idea, 
if you've got a sample that you are curious my thoughts on, or if there's something that I taste here in the podcast that you'd like to try, I'll do my very best to get a sample uh, to you. And if you just want to come join me on the show, and by the way, I am kind of looking for, you know, a potential co-host, maybe full-time co-host, somebody to get in the rabbit hole, somebody to argue and counterpoint with me too. Um, if that's something that interests you, definitely reach out, email me. Um, enjoy the episode. Thank you guys as always for being here. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. All right, so here we are. It's another Sample Size Monday. And by now, you guys know the drill. Sample Size Monday, you know, we're, we're tasting. We're not sipping. We're not drinking. We're just tasting on a Monday. It's We're starting the day off and the week off a little slow. And you guys know this was born out of, you know, getting our hands on some good stuff and then sharing it with our friends. But for me, there's also an element of what I do where Sometimes I have to taste things to decide if I'm going to bring them in the store. And sometimes I just, you know, I, I hear it all the time of, oh, you have the greatest job. You get to drink all the time. Sometimes I drink so you don't have to. <laughs> and that's where we are today. Um, you know, I had something else lined up. And by the way, I have so many great samples kind of backed up that you guys out there have been amazing in bringing me some really, really special things. And I know, you know, people who are out there listening and going like, Hey, when are you going to do this? I've got so much good stuff sitting in front of me here in the studio that what I've decided to do is just do a full episode of just samples. Um, because there's just so much good stuff here and some good stories to tell there. So I'm actually going to do a full episode of just samples that I have been given. And that being said, back to why we're here tonight. I was in a Total Wine recently because, you know, you go out and check out competition and, and see what everybody else has got. And you look for things that maybe I don't carry in my store. And I happened to see in their 50 ml, their nip rack, as it were, this. And when I saw it, I went, oh, shit, yeah, I've got to do this. This is so bad that just on the surface, it, it it's bad. So I bought three 50 mls because, yeah, nips are actually, you know, their original design was to be tasted to see if you like it. So you buy the bigger product. Uh, it wasn't really meant to be a sleeve of prepackaged shots as they've become. So I'm actually using my 50 ml nips for what they are designed for, which is to do tastings. And what I am tasting, and I, I promise you, if there are four horsemen of the apocalypse, three of them have one of these nips in their pocket. <laughs> this is the new natural light flavored vodka also known as natty night natty light flavored vodka Whew. all right so it's sample size we don't do too deep of a dive but I, i've got to dive into this a little bit uh some history on the natural light brand which some of you guys might actually find interesting you know 
I always love when I go into something thinking it's going to be one way and then finding myself in a rabbit hole and learning that it's more than what I thought it was. So Natural Light is a brand, as most of you guys know, that's owned by Anheuser-Busch. It's a Budweiser product. And it was first brought into the market to be Budweiser's sort of answer to Miller Lite, which was a, a lower calorie beer, a lighter alcohol, lower calorie beer. So Natural Light as a beer came out in 1977, which is actually five years before Bud Light came out. So it's still a lower calorie. I think it's 95 calories a can, uh, which for beer is, is pretty good. Uh, I don't know the, the grams of carbs or anything like that. I'm not sure that makes a difference. So, and to me, what I've watched over, especially over the last five or so years, Natty Light or Natural Light seems to almost be the pilot program for things that Budweiser wants to put out. If you think about it, uh, you know, Natty Light, the Natter Days, which is their lemonade kind of beer, almost like a you know, like a, a Rattler kind of thing, like their Shandy. Uh, that came out, and when that was successful, then we saw Bud Light Apple after that, which, guilty pleasure, full disclosure, that beer was delicious. Uh, Natty Light Seltzers actually came out before Bud Light Seltzers. Again, as sort of a pilot program, and once they realized that worked, and that by naming their seltzer after the brand Natty Light didn't hurt the brand, then Bud Light Seltzers came out. Uh, Natty Light evolved so from that low-calorie beer to Natter Days to Seltzers, and there's even a Natty Light Freeze Pop. Now we've got Natty Light flavored vodka. I'm going to kind of digress and go a little off the rails here because this just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not going to finish these 50 mLs today because I want to taste them side by side when the equally frighteningly potentially shitty, truly vodka, 50 mLs come out, and then I'll just do the whole lineup um, and what is sort of a self-loathing kind of tasting, I guess. Here's my issue with it. Flavored vodka is on the decline. Over the past five years, I have seen, personally working in retail, the decline of flavored vodkas. People are just buying less of them. Why? Because instead of buying flavored vodka and soda water, you can just buy a 12-pack of Trulies. You can buy a 12-pack of White Claws. You can buy Natty Light Seltzers. So I don't understand that these you know, flavored hard seltzers have come out in the market, have essentially killed the flavored vodka category, and then years later, after they killed the category, they came up with the brilliant idea of, hey, let's get into the flavored vodka carry. It just doesn't make any sense to me why you would kill a category and then want to enter it. I don't know who the buyer is for this other than maybe, I don't know, college kids. Here's what I do know about the vodka. I don't know where it's made. I'm going to assume maybe MGP, some sort of big bulk distillery. I don't think Budweiser built a distillery just to make vodka. It doesn't seem logical to me. Um what I do know is that they're bottled at 60 proof, which is extremely low. Typically, yeah, flavored vodkas are less than full strength vodkas. Vodka is usually 80 proof. Your flavored vodkas are usually 70 proof. 
these are 60 proof. So I'm expecting them to maybe have less burn. I don't know. If it's an inferior vodka at the base, you probably don't want that to be too heavy in your in your final product to kind of eliminate that burn. Oh, I just poured a little. I can I can smell it jumping right out of the glass already. Uh, and lemonade vodka. So I guess to, to kind of start out, the natural light vodkas, they're lemonade vodkas. They come in three flavors. They come in a strawberry lemonade, a black cherry lemonade, and then whatever this, well, just a plain lemonade, I guess. Although it, that's a deceiving one because the, the nip looks blue. So it almost looks like a blue raspberry lemonade on the packaging, but the liquid is still pretty clear. Um, but yeah, lemonade vodkas, uh, Smirnoff is doing a bunch of stuff with lemonade vodkas and they're all trying to capitalize on the pink Whitney craze. Um, which from comparing, I did once at a taste comparison between the Smirnoff lemonade and the pink Whitney and the pink Whitney blew it away. <clears throat> surprisingly. So, all right, let's get after this. Natty light. The first one I'm tasting is strawberry lemonade vodka. I mean, not that anybody's kind of breaking this down like we would a bourbon, but it smells like vodka in like that kind of cheap dollar store lemonade on the nose. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Ugh. Yeah, really kind of almost oh, bitter, pungent. Ugh. Right away, I can tell. These are things you want to keep in your freezer and really rifle this down. <laughs> I don't think anybody's making fucking martinis with this shit. All right. I guess I probably should have tried this in the reverse order, but we'll go straight in with just the plain old Natty Light Lemonade Vodka. I just see this. Mm. 60 proof acidic lemonade flavoring. I doubt any actual lemonade was harmed in the making of this product. Yeah, it smells like vodka and lemonade. I mean, it smells like, yeah, something college kids would mix or I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's weirdly bitter. Tart, but in a, like a fake tart way. Like, I don't know. There's almost like a, uh, any of my wine drinking friends out there who know what like corked wine tastes like, it's like corked lemonade. There's a weird element of like wet cardboard or, ooh. Again, for any of you out there who think like, oh, you've got the greatest job. I am taking one for the team here. I love you guys. I'm trying to protect you. All right. Last one. Oh, God. 
Black Cherry Lemonade. I mean, I give them credit. They found multiple flavors of lemonade. Um, but who? I mean, the packaging, even the packaging is very 80s to me. You know, like <clears throat> this looks like something that would have come out in the 80s. It's not very modern, but I guess that just means that I'm old and college kids will think that this is retro. I don't I don't know. I really don't know who the buyer is for this. Uh, I, I don't. All right. So black cherry, which is another flavor profile I don't get. Uh, I feel like every seltzer brand has to have a black cherry and white claw black cherry is the number one seller. And they all just kind of, I don't know, remind me of cough medicine. So this smells exactly like white claw black cherry and truly black cherry. So they probably all buy their their cherry flavor from the same, I don't know, supplier. Maybe Flavor Man down in, in Louisville, which is a very cool spot uh, where we got to go when we were doing our executive bourbon steward training. All right. I'm almost scared to put this last bit in my mouth, but here we go. This is for you guys. All right. So if I had to pick a winner out of the three, it would be the black cherry. Oh, that finish is awful. I don't know where they're getting the vodka from, but it's got my palate screaming out for like, oh, Poland Springs or Mr. Boston or something that, ooh. So the black cherry lemonade does the best job of covering up how awful this is. But yeah, they're really sweet. They're just not great. I don't value brand flavored vodka nips. I don't know, on the retail level, like like I said, I we sell a lot of Pink Whitney and you know, watching what I watch with the Smirnoff, which is a, a bigger brand name of vodka, their lemonade vodka, not a big mover. Cause I think once people tried it, they realized that it's not that good. Uh, and they're trying sort of variations on it with, you know, a peach one. Now nothing comes close to, to what the pink Whitney does. And, uh, Hey, pink Whitney, if you're out there listening, you've got nothing to fear with this product. Uh, this will go into that sort of dollar nip category, I guess. Um, not for me and for my many friends out there in the spirit universe. This is probably not for you. Um, oh, God. This is awful. All right. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for, for listening and indulging my uh, ramblings. Full new episode coming out this Friday. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be educational. And it's going to be a bunch of stuff that I haven't tasted yet that I'm really curious to dive into. That's as much as I'm going to tease of it. Uh, again, if you like what's going on here, you want to be part of the journey, let's keep it interactive. Go to the, the podcast page on Spotify. Uh, follow the page. Uh, give it a five-star rating. Follow on Instagram and Facebook as the Spirits Guide, where you can leave reviews and comments. 
And again, if you've got a show idea, if you've got a sample you want to share, if there's something I've tasted that you would like to try, I'll do my best to get it to you. Uh, you can email me direct the spirits guide 89 at gmail.com. All this information is in the show notes as always. Uh, thank you guys so much for being there and I'll uh, chat with you soon. Cheers. Yay.